All right, for the next uh, half hour, we're going to do our Ask Us series. As I uh, mentioned moments ago, we did this a month or so ago with our buddy Scott the Vet. was a big, big hit. Ask a veterinarian. If you've got any question here to begin the new year when it comes to wellness, nutrition, or your lifestyle, now is your chance to ask that question at 416-870-6400 because we have our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis, who usually joins us on uh, Thursdays. You can follow her on Instagram at go with your gut. And she is here in the studio. It's uh, nice to see you, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Nice to be here. All right, 2020, and uh, well, I mean, that sounds pretty futuristic, I, I think, to a lot of folks, uh, Laura, but uh, whether it's 2020 or anytime we change the calendar into a new year, it really does seem to be kind of a signpost, doesn't it, for a lot of people? Are you hearing from a lot of clients and people that, I really want to get my act together this yeah. year? I want to you know, hit the gym hard, I want to be healthy, I drank too much over the holidays, or I indulge too much, I eat too much chocolate, so mm-hmm. I'm hearing a lot of people saying, how do I get back and how do I be healthy again? Yeah. Why is it the new year? And is that a good uh, time to really kind of take stock of your health, your nutrition and your wellness? Or um, is that kind of like a false narrative that it's like everybody's, okay, it's a new year. I'm going to start now. And then inevitably 30 days later, you are back to old habits. Well, I think from a marketing perspective, you see that a lot. And like a lot of stores push out a lot of wellness products, but from um, I think the average consumer, the everyday person, when you're back to work, back to school, back to a regular routine, I think that really helps because the holidays kind of the whole almost month where people have like holiday parties, work parties, social commitments. So they can't stick to a regular routine. So I find come January, people are back on track. So they want to have everything aligned and that's their eating habits. That's their physical activity. Probably going back to the gym, you'll see the gyms are usually packed within at least the first two to three weeks. Um, yeah, this is the time I don't go to the gym. Actually, I, I wait till February to get back really. <laughs> so January is your December. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In some ways. but uh, So it is a good uh, time or a good chance to hit I the reset so. button? I think I mean, I wouldn't go um, as heavy or as hard as some people think or that we see where you have to reinvent the wheel or change everything. And that's where a lot of people fall off because they try to commit to five to six or sometimes seven times a week at the gym when the last few months they haven't even been going at all. Mm-hmm. So I always like to approach things as baby steps and that's how you can make long lasting changes. Same thing with eating, um, you know, start making, doing meal prep, pick a Sunday or a day in the week where you can make a few of your meals for the week or have some non-negotiables where, you know, if you know your, your day is going to be really busy, at least aim to have like one salad a day, have some greens in your diet. So starting like that and attacking it in like micro goals. Yeah, I think that is so important because you're right. People get overwhelmed, particularly yeah. when it's the new year and they think, okay, I got to get to the gym five, six times a week mm-hmm. and I'm not allowed to eat anything or, uh, you know, have any fun. You're kind of setting yourself up for failure when you do that, when you set the bar too high right out of the gate. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's where you see a lot of people, even on detox programs that do a strict detox for let's say three weeks. So it's no sugar, no dairy, no gluten, which is great. But then a lot of the time when you tell somebody, especially when they're in a strict weight loss program and they haven't been eating the healthiest in the last few months, you can't have chocolate cake. Well, all you're going to be thinking about are the things you can't have. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like the don't look over there. And of course, everybody <laughs> looks over there. Right? So uh, you mentioned detox. Mm-hmm. Is that a good thing as far as you're concerned when it comes? Uh, and there's so many forms and different ways people can yeah. detox. But That's right. I mean, isn't your body kind of naturally detoxing if, you know, you're eating right and taking care of it? Um, yes and no. I don't think um, it, it does if you're eating healthy foods, for sure. It will naturally help detox. If you're getting enough sleep, your body will rest and repair and reduce inflammation and detox naturally if you're getting enough sleep. 
But if your digestive system is off, if you're not peeing and pooing regularly, uh, this may be some too much TMI for some people, but these are natural ways that the body detoxes through sweat as well. So if you're not moving, if you're not active, if you're not going to the bathroom every day, but you're on a detox program or plan, that's an issue because mm-hmm. where the toxins going to be, they're just going to be going into your bloodstream. Yeah. I think a lot of people try a detox as well, because obviously you're restricting calories, I think as well. And I think it's a you great way <laughs> to, uh, to lose weight, but is yep. that really the right way to go about it? Um, I don't, I wouldn't use detox as the same way as losing weight. First I'd ask myself, why am I going to be on a detox plan or a detox program? And am I, when I'm on this detox program, what do I have to take? Am I taking certain supplements? Am I just changing my food? Do I have to change, um, my activity as well. And then also I think we, when we talk about detox, how about like detoxing our negative thought patterns? Mm. So that's how I try to approach it. But then too, it's like eliminating the, um, looking at the pathways of elimination in the body. So if I'm on a detox program, and I'll give an example, uh, I did this a few years ago where I was on a juice cleanse for seven days. And I'm not saying juice cleanses are bad, but they could be for some people, especially if you have, um, a weak digestive system or if you're not eliminating properly or if you're very stressed out. So for me, it actually did the opposite because I wasn't eliminating properly. So I had more toxins in my body and I ended up having to go through some colon hydrotherapy and doing some other holistic methods to naturally like cleanse myself. Yeah, because I I had a buddy of mine uh, years ago, uh, Pete, and and he would go like uh, on a week detox and Mm -hmm. he had, I can't remember, some sort of weird complicated formula like he would only... Uh, instead of eating three meals a day, he would be drinking these three elixirs that he would make, which okay. was like water and cider vinegar and cayenne pepper. Have, and like the, was it the one like the Beyonce diet? Yeah, no, because because Peter didn't end up looking like Beyonce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely wasn't the same. Diet. I don't think most people do <laughs> <No>. <laughs> on but that diet. He, he would do that, I guess, to try to fire up his metabolism okay. and lose weight a couple mm-hmm. of times during the year. And I thought, well, I don't know if this is like the smartest way to go about this. Okay, so I'm going to call up my dad here because he does this. This okay. is a master cleanse, I think, that you're talking about. So it's strict where it's like a cayenne pepper. I think you're going to have a little bit of honey lemon and this concoction that's pretty restrictive it's it's just liquids and i think a little bit of sugar to help you function um but he's he goes on that and he cycles that like a few at least a week or two at a time to drop a lot of weight um there's so many issues with that because you're not really changing your eating patterns Mm -hmm. um and you're not changing other things in your lifestyle i don't think that the way you're looking at food it's almost like you're demonizing it for like two weeks i can't i can't i can't i can't have these things um and then after like he gains the weight back and then some because you're constantly yo-yoing. So when I think of a detox program, I don't equate the two as a detox and weight loss. I mean, yes, that could be a byproduct of you being on a detox program because you're eliminating more. You're probably eating cleaner foods. Hopefully you're eating a lot of green uh, veggies and fruits. But I mean, it really depends on what your program looks like when you talk about detoxing. And same thing when it comes to juice cleanses. I think they're great, but I think a lot of people are so addicted to sugar. And I think a lot of the time when they have a juice cleanse, there's a lot of sugar in some of these juices. So I would modify it and have more greens in my juices as opposed to a lot of fruits. Okay. Talking with uh, Laura DeSanctis, our wellness expert. She's on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And this is Ask a Wellness Expert or a Nutritionist. If you've got a question, any question at all, 416 416- 
We want to make this about you as well. So if you've got any questions, you know, if you've been trying, uh, I don't know, uh, we're going to talk about intermittent fasting here in a second. If you've been trying that uh, to begin the new year, uh, whatever your question is for 2020 when it comes to diet, nutrition, or uh, wellness, give us a call at 416-870-6400. Let's talk intermittent fasting because it seems to be all the rage all of a sudden now. I don't know. I felt like it's been a rage for a while. Me too, but I've been seeing headlines and I've been talking to co-workers who seemingly have just discovered this and they're trying it where, well, let's start with the definition. What exactly is intermittent fasting? So for me, and it depends on who you talk to as well, intermittent fasting is within an eight hour time frame is when you're going to eat your meals, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And some people don't even actually eat uh, breakfast, they'll just have lunch and dinner. Um, So you have that 12 to 16 window where you're just having liquids. Hopefully it's just water. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's supposed to obviously reduce your calories reduce your and calorie help you intake, lose weight. Help you sometimes help you lose weight, um, or even just stabilize. Like for some people, I know for me, I practice intermittent fasting just because I know based on my lifestyle and my schedule, I don't like to eat in a rush state. And I find that if I eat when I'm off or at certain hours that it, within a certain window I wouldn't usually eat, that it doesn't really. Um, I don't feel productive, and I don't feel. I feel like groggy. I feel mm-hmm. tired. It's almost like there's a negative effect for me. Um, for some people, they do it because it helps restart their metabolism as well. Some people do it because it's a weight loss program or a challenge that they want to follow. There are a lot of people. Tom Bilyeu is one of them, the founder of Quest, that's a proponent of intermittent fasting. A lot of people in the health and wellness space, um, even medical doctors are a proponent of intermittent fasting. It just really depends on, it's it's really specific to the individual. I don't think, um, just like when we see all these diets, mm-hmm. it's not going to work for everybody. Yeah, I started it maybe, I want to say five or six years ago, okay. I first discovered intermittent fasting. And it's one of two things that made a real difference for me when it mm-hmm. came to eating and my weight. Because, I mean, you think about it, if you're getting eight hours rest, well, there's eight hours of fasting right there. That's right. And then if you can get through another, I don't know, four to six hours without eating and then you know, breakfast, break your fast and mm-hmm. start your eating cycle uh, there. It really does kind of, and I mean, I don't do it on the weekends. I'm going to have a little fun then yeah. and not be so restrictive, but it does really restrict the amount of calories that you're eating and really makes you think about your eating. I found, I found, I find that too. Yeah, I yeah. do. And that's one of the reasons that I do it. And that's, like I said, it also, de- it's dependent on my schedule too, mm-hmm. but similar to you on the weekends, I, I, not as strict. I don't follow it as much. Yeah. Two big keys for me were intermittent fasting and that 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. You know, eat right, eat clean 80% of the time, yeah. 20% of the time, uh, you know, have some fun. And the other thing was meal prep. You mentioned that mm-hmm. uh, a second ago and just how important that is when it comes to maintaining a healthy lifestyle and wellness. Uh, I do that pretty much religiously now. Okay. Sunday afternoons, Sunday nights, I just kind of batch cook uh, for the week. Mm-hmm. Although that can backfire sometimes because, for example, just today I got stuck in a bunch of meetings, so I had to eat while I was in the meeting. Okay. And I did roasted cauliflower, which is awesome, except when it's been sitting in the fridge for three or four days <laughs> in uh, one of those lock store containers, and then you open it up in front of everyone. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is uh, Chris uh, in Toronto. Uh, Chris, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Very good. How are you? Very good. Yeah, you're on with the Lord of Sanctus. This is Ask a Wellness Expert. Uh, what's your question? It's 
it's more of a thing. I uh, I started a diet three years ago, and I wanted to lose 30 pounds in three months. So it's got to be the simplest diet in the world. I have no idea why there's all these books on it. I wake up in the morning. I have a smoothie. I have a salad at lunch, and I have a salad for dinner. And three years ago, I lost 30 pounds in three months, and already I've lost four pounds in six days during this one. Mm-hmm. Do you see any issues with that diet? No, I'm, I mean, I don't know what your physical activity is like and your lifestyle, but I think it seems like there's a lot of grains, which is what you want. Um, hopefully you're eliminating going in the bathroom every day as well without getting too much into detail. But I don't see any problems with that. I think uh, a lot of people overlook one thing to do in the morning. And it's super simple is having warm water and lemon. That's a yeah. great way to naturally detox the body or even if you can handle it, um, apple cider vinegar. But I don't see any problems with having a smoothie. I don't know what you put in your smoothie, but it's I'm... A, it's, all, it's all fruit-based. All fruit-based? I did, I, did, I did lose 30 pounds in three months last time, and already it started four and six, four pounds in six days. I just don't know why people don't use a simple diet like that. I think because there's, so there's so much information on the market, and there's also misinformation on the market, so people don't know who to trust anymore, especially when it comes to social media. And um, Let me ask you this, though, Chris. Do you, do you get bored of it? Because if I was yeah. having the same smoothie and salads for lunch and dinner day after day, I, I just I would, it would get monotonous. I do get very bored with it, but if I commit myself, what I do is throw different things on the salad. So that's like good. I'll throw, I'll throw some chicken on. Some days I'll throw some egg and cheese on it. Okay. And I just mix it up a little bit. And probably once or twice a week, I believe it or not, I'll throw my little salad in, uh, in two pieces of bread and eat that. And I just put mm-hmm. down every day what I do, and it's so simple. You'll just see in a week, you'll lose four or five pounds. All right, that's awesome. Chris, thanks. Appreciate the phone call because I was a little concerned about that when it came to his protein. But Yeah, I was going to say protein and your fiber content too. And um, when it comes to salads, even the salad dressings because there's a lot of empty calories or extra calories in salad you gotta dressing. you got to watch those, right? Yeah, yeah, but again, there's no one size fits all, so that may work well for Chris. But for someone else that's maybe more active or someone that's younger or someone that has um, a certain health condition like diabetes, maybe that may not work for them, that diet. All right, let's uh, get Pam. She's on The Gardener and joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Pam, you're on Ask a Wellness Expert. To what's your question for Laura DeSantis? Hi there. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've been taking probiotics for about six months now and noticed a, a good impact on my digestion. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been taking live bacteria probiotics. I keep them in the fridge. Um, I've recently come across probiotics that you don't need to refrigerate, which I assume means there's no live bacteria, live bacteria. or yeast in them. Yep. So wondering if you can comment on uh, if there's you know, a superior one over the other and what the differences might be in the impact on digestion. Um, All right. Thanks for the call, Pam. Yeah, those are great questions. I think it would really depend first on the strain, uh, the type of strains. I personally, I like um, probiotics that are, I don't mind the travel ones where you don't need to put them in the refrigerator, but I find that they're stronger and they have more of an effect the ones that are in the refrigerator because, again, it's live bacteria, it's live cultures. And what does that do for somebody? So um, for a lot of people, we need a good balance of bad and good bacteria to help um, maintain healthy gut flora. Okay. So a lot of the time, though, especially in North America, because of our food system, the types of foods that we're eating, usually there are a lot of processed or packaged products, as well as stress, it helps um, or it actually decreases your good bacteria. So by having a healthy probiotic, uh, especially one that's refrigerated, that will help replenish and boost your good bacteria. That's the simplest way to, to put it. Okay, see, I've been getting my bad bacteria from not cleaning my coffee maker. <laughs> 
but that was last half hour. So, <laughs> Joe's out in the 407. Uh, Joe, good afternoon. Go ahead. What's your question for Laura? Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'm just curious. I'm on intermittent fasting. I have coffee in the morning and then nothing else through the daytime. I eat about 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night when I get home. But during that time, daytime frame, I drink hydroxycut. And it's helped me lose about 40 pounds in about three months. I'm just curious about the long-term effects and if that's something I should continue doing. Um, okay. <laughs> As a nutritionist, I'm not a big fan of hydroxycut. Um, I just I don't like the ingredients in it. I don't think it's the cleanest product. Uh, how much weight have you lost again? You said... About 38 to 40 pounds 38. in a, sh- okay. a short period of time. Yeah, a very short period of time. Are you doing, are you in the gym? Are you active at all? Are you taking... I, um, my job, I walk about 10 to 14 kilometers a day, every day. So I'm very physical during the daytime. At nighttime, not so much. Okay. Um, are you in a hydroxycut? I don't have the label in front of me, but I, is there caffeine in it? There is. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think you're getting a lot of caffeine, especially just from the hydroxycut alone. Are you noticing like any side effects like um, dizziness or headaches? No, the only side effect that I has increased myself is I urinate a lot. Yeah, well, you're probably Bark dehydrated parts. a lot too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big believer um, for supplements in general of taking them uh, over an extended period of time. When you think of a supplement, you're supplementing something that you're not necessarily getting in your diet. Hydroxycut, right. I don't believe is the cleanest product. And I don't think it should be used um, for that long. I would actually just try it for a few weeks and then get off a week or two and see how you feel. Try it again for a few weeks. Okay. I'm not a big proponent of hydroxycut at all as a holistic nutrient. But I think um, if it's something that you're doing for weight loss, I would cut it out and see how you feel for a few weeks and see if you can um, add something else into your diet, a different type of supplement that isn't too harsh on the body. Yeah, 40 pounds is incredible, That's a though, lot of Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So have you kind of reached or hit your goal? Uh, I'm not there. I think I'm about, I'm about 20 pounds away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel any, any, any energy loss or any uh, side effects. I just... I urinate extremely a lot, and I'm not exaggerating 10 to 12 times and sometimes two hours. Yeah, I would look into the label of that as well, because I don't think that, I mean, are you drinking a lot of water, though, because of that? Because I know hydroxycut, you're cutting, you're depleting. So I would also look at your vitamins and minerals, and then what are the actual foods that you're eating uh, for dinner? Because I don't think hydroxycut, I wouldn't recommend that as something long-term. When especially comes to weight loss, I think there's other methods that you can try. Have you worked with a nutritionist? or a naturopath before because that also maybe for the maintenance phase I suggest you do that because you don't want to be on hydroxycut long term especially if you're urinating so frequently understood okay yeah uh, I'm thinking about getting like I said take a short break and see how I see how how you feel feel yeah yeah Joe listen thanks I appreciate the uh, phone call and I think that uh, that is some important information for a lot of people listening right now because Laura everybody's looking at I think for that kind of magic bullet and well, 40 pounds of weight loss That's is, a lot. Yeah, is great, uh, particularly in that small of a time mm-hmm. frame is sometimes uh, concerning as Very well. Concerning. And sometimes yeah. when you've got a big goal like that where he wants to lose 40, 50, 60 pounds, you got to play the long game, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, small, steady changes. I always think of like the tortoise and the hare and the analogy yeah. or in that comparison. Um, because with short-term effects, there are going to be other areas that it's going to affect your body. Like I'm wondering about Joe's metabolism. Is he depleted? and other nutrients right now what is energy levels like um when he once he gets off of hydroxycut so i'm just 
concerned and curious about that. You know, full admission, I tried hydroxycut uh, a long, long time ago, and I got off it within a week just mm. because... You uh, jitters? Yeah. yeah. It, but I'm the same way with... Uh, I've only ever had one Red Bull in mm-hmm. my life, and it was... So I don't know if so my... you're sensitive to a certain amount of caffeine, probably. A lot of people yeah. are. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jody has uh, emailed, and she has a question for you, Laura. She wants to know, what are the best foods... For a glowing complexion. Glowing complexion. Okay, so I like to combat this question with the two two answers. So one is you can have all the great foods that you're eating, um, and I'll get into those for a second. But if you're not eliminating, if you're not going to the bathroom, and I can't stress this enough, you're not going to have a glowing complexion. If you're not naturally detoxifying, if you're not sweating, if you're not urinating at least a few times in a day, and then you're not going in the bathroom, um, a lot of these toxins end up getting stuck in the skin. So what are the foods I'm going to... Uh, tackless by the foods you shouldn't have and then the foods you should have. So for a lot of people, they're very sensitive to gluten and wheat products. So I definitely stay away from those if you want to have a glowing complexion, as well as dairy. Dairy is linked to eczema and there's a lot of hormones and estrogens in that. When it comes to fruits and vegetables, I tell people like it's, you know, eat the rainbow and this is fruits and vegetables, not, not a Fruit Loops commercial or Skittles, but, um, yeah, so eat the rainbow. And I look at fruits and vegetables as nature's candy. So when you look at, um, anything orange with beta carotene or anything that's good for your eyes, it would be like blueberries. So if you look at, uh, fruits and vegetables, they actually, um, and David Wolf, if you ever look up David Wolf avocado, he talks about this a lot as well about what, uh, foods and, and, Fruits and vegetables are really good for your skin. Um, and even oils, people overlook that as well. So healthy oils, avocado oil, olive oil, those are also really great for your skin. And then water. So anything that has a lot of water, uh, watermelon, tomatoes, cucumbers, all mm-hmm. of those are rich in vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin B. And then again, you want to hydrate your body. You want to constantly be hydrating your body. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is so important when it comes to uh, people and their appearance and their skin, because I think, uh, and you know, this is what we're talking about when it comes to food and nutrition mm-hmm. is fueling and feeding your body from the inside, inside out. out. always. And so many people, particularly when it comes to their skin and their face, it's retinol, it's, uh, you know, moisturizers and creams, which yeah. all have their place. They do. But having said that, uh, you're right. You're feeding your skin from the inside out to yeah, get that healthy exactly. glow. So the problem is with the creams, it's all topical, right? So it's like, you want to make sure that first you're eliminating and then you're eating the right foods for your body too. Mm-hmm. Listen, I knew we were going to run out of time. I feel like we just got to started. Uh, thank you so much for all of this. By thank the way, you. we want to mention you've got a brand new tea, which we're nice enough to uh, bring us uh, here this you. afternoon. Tell us about this. So it's a prebiotic blend. It's a prebiotic elixir, if you want to call it that, um, with myself and lemon lily tea. So you can find it on the lemon lily tea website and or well.ca. So this is part of my digestive cleanse kind of series of organic teas that I've launched. So I wanted to create something new in the market that's easily digestible, but also tastes tastes great too, Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people don't like the taste of certain types of healthier uh, teas that are on the market, but it really speaks to me and a lot of people because when we're taking a lot of um, things into consideration, especially when we're taking something that's a conventional tea or something that's over the counter that's supposed to aid in digestion. We're also taking in a lot of the chemicals that are created with that tea or that product. So that's why I made sure that this was organic and it was formulated by me um, because I did a lot of research into like what herbs and spices and prebiotic I wanted to include in this blend. And is this something people should have in the morning to kind of fuel their day? In the morning or you can have it in the day. You can put it with your smoothies as well. So it's a little bit different than my digestive cleanse tea. Anyone that's um, doing something more of a tea at night that's of a cleanse 
supplements, I suggest take at night, but anything with a prebiotic or a supplement like that, you can take in, in the morning or in the afternoon. All right. And well.ca? And or Lemon Lily Tea. You can find it there. All right. And you can find Laura, as I mentioned, on Instagram at go with your gut. Laura DeSanctis, thanks as always. Thank you. Thanks for having me.